Voices are people and Mother Earth on KWSO. This past year, and still, we've been asking community members about their memories of the Warm Springs campus area for a place-based project of Warm Springs oral history. Anita Jackson spent much of her childhood living on campus. Yeah, I grew up in what's now the Burn Jackson home. Um, when my dad went to U of O to college, he graduated in 1958, and we came back and we lived in Madras for a couple years until they built that house. Um, and since he was the secretary, treasurer, general manager, we moved into it and we lived there until, gee, we were out of high school. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it was, it was nice, you know, living up there right on the campus. And we had a big apple tree out there that everybody used to come and, you know, try to pick the apples and they were good you know they were wild like the ones we see around here now they were real tart you know but really good and then a lot of people just used them to throw at each other <laughs> <laughs> <They were> ammunition <laughs> yeah but we used to run up there because it was close to the you know the uh, girls dormitory and the boys dormitory and there was a there was really good um, what do you call playground equipment at the girls old girls building so we had the what do you call those giant strides mm -hmm. they're those things where you, you used to hang on to them and spin around yeah and you'd fly through the air yeah yeah those are pretty cool and the best thing was the metal slide it was a, a circular spiral yeah mm -hmm. and boy it would get hot in the summer i mean you would burn your fanny off <laughs> but it was really cool because if it wasn't slick then we'd go home and we'd get pieces of wax paper and we'd sit on those and that would slick it up and boy we'd go fast <laughs> so that was a lot of fun I, I missed that we used to rake the leaves up we didn't put them in bags but we'd make like we had a little house out there you know and we'd have different rooms that were separated by the leaves <laughs> We had to be creative back in those days, you know. There was, but we did outdoors. Yeah, yeah, there was only three TV stations, and they went off at midnight, and, you know, no, well, there was KRCO. That was the only radio station from Primeville. And uh, they had a, a request line, but you could never get through. You know, I miss the old campus because it was beautiful, you know, and, like, all the BIA people and uh, they lived uh, all around and IHS they lived all around up here there was all those little houses and and they kept the green areas really green you know really pretty and it's just a shame that you know we don't we aren't able to keep it up like we used to but hopefully again in the future. Joanne Smith talks about some of her memories on campus. This is about the voting place for state and federal at our former Warm Springs Teen Club, which was formerly Seas Market. Um, I could talk about the dances because those were when the booths were still in there. I say it's when guys and gals still had manners and the guys would extend their hand for you to go out and dance and they would take you back to your seat. So let's get some of that mannerism keep going on. <laughs> but for the uh, voting, 
Uh, I work with the elders that are now at Y. Uh, Priscilla Macy was the head, and um, Francis Bruno, uh, Irene Tao, and myself. And um, we did a potluck. So, I mean, we were there eight to eight, so it was like, you know, we always taught Frances into doing her slow cooker full of tamales, and it's like, well, next time you got to come help me make them, you know, so. <laughs> so it's good memories, and I remember Priscilla being so quiet, and then when it was time, she'd go out at the close of the day, and polls will close in 10 minutes in her voice so it's like we were all legal and you know it was great to see the way an election board is supposed to run that you say sue matters has voted and it's checked off so i think our tribal election should be uh, carried on just like the the county and the federal like i worked on Thank you. That's a good memory. The Warm Springs Community Action Team relocated the old commissary building from its location next to the police department over to the corner lot on campus with a goal of raising funds to convert it into a small business incubator. Delson Suppa Sr. shares what he knows about the commissary and more. Many of our people came in uh, buckboards and horseback and waited for a long time sometimes because the superintendent would tell them that the foods were coming at a certain day and so they'd come and wait and wait and tie their horse buggies up to little um, posts that were used to tie up horses and and wait and wait and wait sometimes. The last time that building was used it was called the land operations and um, they got this new building down here that's a courthouse now, but it used to be the tribal administration building or the U the BIA uh, building, and they eventually got some tribal offices in there, and it eventually became totally tribal, which it is today. It's a tribal courthouse. Uh, the basketball court that's here, um, I I came down and played on it when probably in 1956 and uh, the Warm Springs travel town team was called the Magpies and uh, there's only two players left from that team here today and um, but that's where I I played against guys that were probably 10 years older than me but um, I love basketball so much and the court pretty much stayed the same for many generations and but as of late they've uh, redesigned it and rebuilt it and changed it and um, <laughs> I, I thought it was a little dangerous for us when I used to play on it because we didn't have the the designs that they have for goals today and and it was just a straight up post with a backboard attached to it and Many times in your competitive state, uh, you forget about that, and especially if you're doing a lane and you run right smack into the pole after you made your lane shot and uh, made a pretty tough player out of you to play that way many times uh, running into that pole. But um, 
there, there's so many things that this area was utilized for for us kids. This uh, place isn't didn't look nothing like it looks today as far as the grass goes. It was very green and plush lawn, and we played football here. Um, I played football, but I never knew nothing about football other than um, playing, running the football, tackling, and uh, we played tackle without pads, and kids were always utilizing this area. Renee So Happy Garcia shares what comes to mind for her when she thinks about campus. My mom, Lola So Happy, was a, well, she was everything. She's a great mom. Her name's Lola So Happy. Oh, back in the 60s, generally almost 70s, my mom worked as a corrections officer. She worked also as a cook, a dispatcher. She, she was all around. My father was a police officer, the late William Don So Happy, known as Herkimer, to most of the veterans of the Warm Springs Police Force. Uh, Jeff Sanders, uh, Mr. Peanut Man, um, Danny Scott, um, various others that I remember back in the day. Uh, before the police station was built, the new one, we used to live in the back in a small two-bedroom house. That's where we would uh, stay, me and my siblings. Um, so we used to walk to school um, in the Warm Springs campus area. The best times were well, all year round, because we got to go to school at the old school. Then the best part was, the fun part was um, Halloween, when all the houses were up up and running. And the uh, WED program, um, late Laura Switzler, and many others that ran the program. It was a good program. Uh, Marsha Solis, her program. And recognized various others, the Warm Springs Police Department. Um, they had a good unity, um, the fire department. We used to have uh, the siren drills for um, just uh, emergency part. So my memory of the campus is great. Um, and I really like to stand up and take my hat off to them for our police officers too and our um fire department to recognize them for all the hard work they do and my father used to be a also a logger and a tree thinner and he did a lot he was a I had good parents good standings my mom at the um, CPS she also worked as a courthouse she then she bumped up to a chief uh, chief judge she was a chief a judge then she bumped up to chief judge then Lola so happy she was also our tribal council so I take my hat off to my parents and really love them and appreciate them. My family also worked at the uh, corrections, Reva Johnson, Karina So Happy, and many other family members. So today I memorialize them and thank them for what they've done. And everybody have a good day and love you. Nathan Carl Shaw is a longtime resident of Warm Springs who talks about some of his memories of the campus area and people he remembers from when he first moved here. Well, when I moved here in 1955, I went to work at the grocery store that uh, Ron Ahern owned. And I worked there for almost a year, but Ron was the campaign manager for Al Ullman. 
and Al Oman got elected to Congress. So Ron ended up shutting the store down and moving uh, eventually to uh, D.C. and uh, got a uh, and worked for Allman, but he ended up, I think, going to night school and he got in uh, his attorney's license and became a lobbyist. But in the meantime, after he left, I went to work for Cecil up at the service station, and I worked. Uh, Gosh, all through high school, and then I would come home and um, on leave from the service. And I know one time he asked me um, if I, how long I was going to be, and uh, could I run the station for a week while he took a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> and so I did. But uh, yeah, the you know back in those days, uh, Dan Macy did a lot of things that the tribe does now. It's kind of interesting with uh, I worked for Ron and and uh, so although I was friends with all the Macy kids I wasn't too sure about Dan and <laughs> I uh, decided I don't know I must have been about a sophomore so I decided that I wanted to get my folks uh, color TV and that was brand brand new back then and kind of expensive but at that time, Macy's store sold televisions. Uh, uh, it was, you know, they had a laundromat. Um, it was quite a, uh, quite a place. And I really didn't want to talk to Dan, but I did. And he's kind of grumpy anyway. And of course, uh, I know he knew me through his kids, but uh, we weren't friends at all. Or so I went to see him and told him I would like to buy my folks a colored TV set for Christmas. But <laughs> I didn't have the money, and I would uh, like to make payments. Would he be willing to do that? And he said, uh, how much can you pay a month? And I don't know what I said, maybe $20, I don't know. But uh, he just kind of looked at me and said, well, go out there and pick out the one you want. Told me to come get it on Christmas Eve, so I did. That was just the kind of guy he was. In Warm Springs, everyone has spent some time on the campus area. Before the older homes were taken down, they provided housing, originally for BIA and IHS families. The store, the school, the dorms, the Indian Health Services Clinic all drew folks routinely. Oh, and there's the basketball courts, too. At KWSO, we continue to collect stories and photos and any historical record to try and create a historic walking tour of campus. I'm Sue Matters for the Warm Springs program on 91.9 FM, KWSO. KWSO.